You are now listening to Straight Facts, only on Big Gold Belt Media, with your host, Celis. All right, it's your boy, Celis, here. As we're trying to do this live reaction show, I'm trying to see if I'm going live on my Twitch. Let's see if that's working. Okay, yep, I'm live on my Twitch. So let me drop this in the angle. So I'm going to do this little Discord. Um, some of my guys that I do some video game lives with. Let me see, put this in the spa community. Trying to connect what I'm doing with the BGB uh, podcast, Big Old Belt. See how we can do it here. Let's go ahead and put up here. Let's go to my spa because we're going to do this live, live reaction. Um, first time I'm trying to do this. Uh, where's the content? Where's the content? There you go. Yeah. Or let's do this. The March Madness release show in conjunction with a podcast I'm doing Infinity. Legacy member, Infinity. All right, let's see who's watching. So once again, doing a live reaction show here, connecting what I do on the side with my, my streaming on video games. You can see what I'm doing here. I got my Twitch up and I'm going live. Let's see how that's looking here. So right now what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to take a look at to see what CBS is doing on their broadcast in the March Madness election show. And I'm going to just give you my live reactions about who's in, who's out, what's going on. Uh, once again, for those that's part of the spa community, come check me out. Come check me out here as we're talking to see how we're doing. If you got any comments, just drop your comments in. I'm going to try to put my Twitch up here so I can see people going on the Twitch as well. Um, just to see what, you're, what you think is going on with the bracket. And I'll just tell you my quick thoughts um, that's going on with certain things. So if you're part of the spa community, come check me out here. Those part of Big Gold Belt Podcast. For those that's in the spa community or, or familiar with me on Twitch, what we normally do is have um, some wrestling podcasts that we do every Thursday. I do some sports selection shows. So why not just talk about the selection Sunday or sports topics, rather? Why don't we just talk about selection Sunday and see what we got from here? Um, so in the South recent one, oh, Alabama got the number one in the South recent. So I can't hear the TV audio. I'm just giving my live reaction to what's going on. And they're playing in Birmingham, Alabama. So that's going to definitely be a, a easy one. Should be for Alabama. And they're going to play the winner between Texas A&M and Southeast Missouri State. We'll see how that goes with the first four in. But Southeast Missouri State, look at the Red Hawks. You see everybody's live and happy with their reactions from there. They're going to be live. And when they play their playing game, I'm not sure. But once again, can't hear the audio here. But I'll just see as it goes down the line. But, of course, I think Alabama should – should roll on with that easily. Alabama having a tough season, had some some controversy dealing with a couple of their players early in the season, but they're still proving that they can be a top flight in basketball and in football. But the first two rounds are in Alabama. Um, Maryland, an eight seed in that bracket that's going to play the nine seed this season is going to be released. Maryland had an up and down season coming at 21 and 12, but that's not bad. Yep, go Terps. Go Terps. Let's go. Uh, you know where I'm representing the DMV, but 
I'm not the first fan. My team is North Carolina, and they're going to play West Virginia. My boy Dolos has been talking about West Virginia, so I'm going to do this for Dolos. I'm going to say West Virginia is going to pull up that upset against Maryland. That's what I'm calling that 8-9 matchup. Now, here we go with that 5-12 matchup. We definitely always have upsets with the 5-12. San Diego State coming in at 27-6. Let's see who they go against in the first round in the South region. Charleston. Ooh. Charleston. Oh, look at the Cougars from Charleston. They're excited. They're excited. That might be an interesting 5-12 matchup. Ooh, we'll see how it goes. That might be an interesting 5-12 matchup. And then we got with the 4-13. These last two games are going to be live from Orlando. The number four seed is going to be Virginia. Virginia. I'm never sold on Virginia. Like at one time a couple of years ago, I thought they were going to be a number one seed that was going to lose to the 16 um, before it happened. And they're playing Furman. Furman always has good teams in the tournament. Furman's going to be ready. I think I might lean for uh, Furman on that one and Charleston on the other for two upsets. So that's a 12 and a 13 going in the second round. Um, interesting look. Interesting look. The South region is going to be loaded. Um, but once again, I need to catch up on some research and basketball. So I'm not picking my live picks yet. I'm going to do my brackets. I can't release what those are live. Uh, but now we got Creighton as the number six seed. The Creighton Blue Jays. Shout out to Dougie McDermott. He's a former Creighton star. And Kyle Culver. Um, Creighton, who are they going to play? NC State. All right, so NC State is already in. There's two ACC teams that's been announced already. They're going to be playing in Denver, Colorado. I wonder if Dion's going to slide over from Boulder to be over there. Um, but NC State, that 11th seed against the 6th seed. Then you got Baylor. Baylor, strong team at the 3 seed. Let's see who they come out against in that 14. UC Santa Barbara. UC Santa Barbara. Okay. So that's going to be interesting, 314. It's always interesting when you see some of these mid-majors coming in at these lower seeds who win their tournaments of how they're going to do against these big-time programs. Missouri coming at a seven. Uh, Missouri coming at a seven against the number 10 seed who's going to be releasing. This is live in Sacramento, the nation's capital of California. Oh, excuse me, the, the state capital of California against Utah State. Really need to catch up on Mizzou and Utah State. Don't know much about those, but for a 7-10 matchup, that seemed like it might be a close matchup. Um, and whatever they're saying on the CBS broadcast. Um, so here's my sleeper pick, Arizona, who I'm always huge of. I'm not an Arizona fan, but every time Arizona got a one or two seed, they go deep in the tournament, um, and they'll play the number 15 seed, which will be Princeton. Ooh, Princeton's getting in there against Arizona. So that's going to be interesting to see what the Ivy League does against the Pac-12. Um, so once again, Alabama, the number one seed, Arizona, the number two seed in that division. And as they're showing, I really like this West Virginia, Maryland matchup. I really do. That West Virginia, Maryland matchup might be something to look forward to. Um, but I think Furman and Charleston might be early upsets coming in to see what they do. Furman, uh, might be early upsets coming in. Um, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, it's an interesting first round. What do you guys think? If you want to drop some checks, I know Mo thinks, uh, my man Mo thinks uh, they're going to be uh, Maryland, got some Maryland pride in it. But tell me what you guys think on this in the South region. And once again, just looking at this from the CBS broadcast, um, Arizona, Arizona, Alabama, if that ends up being the Elite Eight matchup, what will happen um, if they get, I mean, excuse me, if they get down to the Elite Eight going to the Final Four? I might take Arizona as a number two seed over Alabama, but it's, it's hard to tell. 
I think you have a couple of upsets in here. Um, now, I think they're going to their first commercial break. Um, but once again, as I'm looking at that bracket, it's, it's going to be very interesting to see what's going on um, for that first couple of rounds. Um, look to see who's up here. So Miami's waiting, Kansas, Texas A&M, seeing where they're going. Even Shaka Smart over there at Marquette, see what they're going to do. Um, Houston. And shout out to, to, to Memphis. I'm, I want to see what Memphis does if they can get in. I'm a huge Penny Hardaway fan. You probably can't see on the background. Let me turn my computer. There's Penny on the Sun side. That's why I'm a Suns fan today. Um, but when he was rocking with Orlando, that's my favorite player of all time in the NBA. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what they do in these commercial breaks. Um, while we're in commercial breaks, let's talk about NFL free agency for a second just to kill some time. The free agency starts tomorrow for the tampering period. Uh, but we already had a couple of big moves that took place already just in the offseason. So you got Carolina moving up to the number one pick. They traded DJ Moore also to the Bears. Uh, Bears dropped down to nine. They got some more picks. Looks like the Panthers are going to draft C.J. Stroud, if that's the early indication so far. Um, what do you guys think? Do you think that's a good move? Do you think Bryce Young is a, a better quarterback? Still got Will Levis and Anthony Richardson. And those of you that's been playing in the Madden leagues that's already been doing drafts and put in the draft class from this year are familiar with a lot of people in the draft. Who do you think is going to be a good pick for that? Um, dealing with Frank Wright, Frank Wright, the number one thing he wants to do as he gets his new quarterback in his regime in Carolina, that new coaching system, you want to get your quarterback. So is C.J. Stroud going to be that right one? But then you lost your top wide receiver and D.J. Moore going to Chicago. So you're really starting over from scratch about what's going on. But um, we'll see how it goes from there. It's going to be real interesting to see. Today, even the fact Jalen Ramsey getting traded to Miami, which seems like it's not a lot of tight end and a third round pick. But then he gets $25 million extra on in relation to that. Is Jalen Ramsey washed up? Is he still one of the top uh, NFL corners in the day? We're going to see. And, of course, health is going to have to stand over for Miami in general. Do you keep Tua, who's had so many concussion problems? Do you still go after Lamar Jackson? to try to go all in, just like when the Rams got Jalen Ramsey, when they went all in to trade for him and they got themselves a Super Bowl. Yeah, I know Miami's not done yet, but that's a huge move already so far. So what do you think is going to happen in the NFL? As I'm looking at Bleacher Report, I had an article that I had pulled up earlier. Let's go to some rumor mills. Talking about, um, oh, I'm in the NBA rumors. Don't need to talk about that right now because I'm still hurt and my sons are, are hurting right now with KD being on the injured list. Um, people think Jimmy G might go to the Texans or the Raiders. Uh, Deron Payne got paid today uh, for the Commanders, $90 million for four years. Is that going to be similar to an Albert Haynesworth deal? What's that going to be? Um, what is Tennessee going to do with Ryan Tannehill? Um, Laramie Tunsil. Laramie Tunsil, what he's going to do? He could be a hot prospect going to the Chiefs. That's off the rumor, wheel, rumor mill. Uh, Quincy Williams, the Jets inked them to a three-year deal that maxes out at $21 million. But 18 up front. Um, I'm just looking at all the other trade rumors. Giants are trying to bring back Sterling Shepard, but that's not official yet. Um, OBJ is out there. David Montgomery is going to test free agency. So it's going to get very interesting. Once again, as I'm looking down the rumor mill, we'll talk about some NFL stuff uh, in the commercial. Now I think we're back on the CBS broadcast. Let's see what region that we're going to go to now. All right. We're going to the Midwest. Houston. Fly, fire, slammer, jammer. They're always coming out hot. Um, in the last couple of years in the March Madness tournament, they are the number one seed. 
Houston. That's going to be a trendy pick, I think, for a lot of people to see where they go. Um, the Houston Cougars. Let's see what they do. All right. So in that 116 matchup, who are they going to face? And shout out to Howard University getting in the tournament. I'm not predicting that Howard's going to play Houston, but I'm just saying shout out to Howard University. But as the 16th seed gets released, who are they going to get? Who are they going to play against? We're waiting, waiting in anticipation. It's so interesting when I got my headphones on, zoned in here, what's going to take place. Um, Northern Kentucky. Interesting, Northern Kentucky. And it's funny to see the reactions, too. Um, as you see Houston, it's like, who we playing? Who we playing? Oh, Northern Kentucky? We're going to get them. We'll see what happens. And these games are also going to be live from Berman, Birmingham, Alabama. Iowa, the 8C, 19 and 13. This makes it interesting to see if you have these 19 and 13 records. Can Carolina still sneak in? Um, they're going to play Auburn, the 9 seed, the 8-9 matchup. That's going to be a close. Who do you got? Do you think Iowa? Do you think Auburn? I got to do my research. Um, I'm not revealing who I'm picking yet, but I'm just thinking intriguing, intriguing matchups. So you got that 8-9 matchup of Iowa and Auburn. All right, let's see who we got. 5-12. Once again, 5-12 matchups are always interesting to see. The U. Out of the ACC, the U. Jim Larinaga still hanging in there. Still hanging in there. He's a great coach. Great guy. Um, who are they going to face? They're going to face Drake. And I don't mean Aubrey the rapper. They're going to face Drake. Um, and this is going to be live from Albany, New York. Albany, New York. It's going to be interesting to see. Interesting 5-12 matchup. Is Miami overrated? Can Drake sneak an update, uh, a upset there? We'll see what goes on. Here we go with the 413 matchup, once again, from the Midwest region. Um, Indiana, 22 and 11. Seems like it's not a lot of teams that spaced themselves off looking at the records. Of course, you got your Houston at 31 and 3, but a lot of teams with 7 to 12 losses. And they're playing Kent State. I like Kent State in that matchup. I like these 413, 512 matchups. I do like Kent State here. Um, ooh, can they do it? All right. Number six is going to be Iowa State. Once again, that's seven to 12 losses. They have 13. They're making the tournament. This is live from Greensboro, North Carolina. Uh, who are they going to play in that 6-11 matchup? In R. So we got another playing game. So Mississippi State and Pitt. So this is interesting. I've seen Pitt a couple of times this year. I think Pitt has been inconsistent. But I like Pitt going in to not only beat Mississippi State, but I like them to be Iowa State. And I think if I'm counting right, that's five ACC teams that's in right now. Um, five ACC teams. Um, once again, I have to do my research. I got to give myself a, a knock on that. I got to see some of these teams. I did not get a chance to see a lot of college basketball late down the stretch. Um, but I think Pitt can probably pull off and go to that second round. Xavier at the three seed. Xavier's always strong. Going back to when David West for those that can go back that far against Kenesaw State. Ooh, Kenesaw, look how, look how the Owls are excited about that one. Ooh, Kenesaw State. They're going to be ready. They're going to be ready. But I think Xavier can do that. Xavier might be a sneaky pick for me in this Midwest region. Let's see how it goes on for this 7-10 matchup. All right, now these are going to be from Des Moines, Iowa. Let's see. Texas A&M. Let's see their reaction in the hotel. Oh, yeah, I knew the gritty was coming. The way he got up, he looked like he was going to do a gritty. Lord have mercy. And his pajama pants. 
um, Texas A&M, and they're going against that 7-10 matchup. Penn State. Penn State, who just lost by two uh, in the Big Ten tournament uh, against Purdue. Penn State, they might be able to do some damage. They might be able to go some noise, you know. Let's see what Penn State does. Played a great game. Uh, now, number two, Texas. Texas coming out strong. Hey, why you got nobody celebrating with you, Texas? You're only celebrating by yourself. It's been great to see people behind y'all celebrating. Who do they have in that 215? Colgate. Would it be wrong if I wanted to pick Colgate in that 215 matchup? I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, so once again, this is the Midwest region. All right. So once again, looking at the top, I like Houston. Houston definitely, I think, may be able to go to the Final Four in this bracket. I think this bracket is not it, – it's top it's top heavy, in my opinion. We got a lot of teams that's in the middle that might knock, knock each other out. Um, but I do like Houston overall. They're very well coached. Five slammer jammer. They're very well coached. Um, but that Kent State right there against Indiana is going to be interesting for me, for me. And you look at the bottom side, I'm telling you, Go put your money on that 15, whatever the line is. If you're betting, go put some money on Colgate against Texas. I'm not saying Colgate's going to win, but it's going to be a closer game than people think. Um, so once again, I like that Colgate against Texas. Um, but Penn State, once again, shout out to them who just took Purdue to the length of the uh, their tournament, the Big Ten tournament uh, championship that was today, just a couple of minutes ago that went off right before this show was on. Let's see what they do against them. Um, I think it's top heavy though. I think this Midwest region is top heavy. You just got a lot of teams with that 13 losses that not that seven to 13 loss system where you think it's an upset, but it's not necessarily upset. But I think Pitt is one upset that can go and beat Mississippi state and Iowa state in this picture. Um, so here we go. Let's look who's on next. Ooh, Kansas. Let's see. Kansas is trying to see where they're going. Um, but I guess they're going to a commercial break now. So let's go back to the NFL a little bit. And I saw a list earlier from NFL Network when I was seeing it. Let me look at the top free agents. I'm going to make my predictions. All right, let's see. Top free agents. So number one, and I'll do this uh, a little bit throughout the break if y'all don't mind. Once again, you can give me some feedback of what's going on um, in regards to who you think is going to move into March Madness, or who you think is going to be some great NFL free agent pickups. I think Lamar Jackson will end up staying with the Ravens. Um, he's going to get a lot, a lot of rumor meals going on with this, but I think he ends up staying with that transitional tag. Um, I think it might be like a Kirk Cousins 2.0 situation with the money, but let me say this. It's not fair to Lamar that Lamar is getting uh, chastised like this because he deserves his money. He's been an MVP. He's been bringing the Ravens everything that they need since he's been in there. It's that Deshaun Watson messed up the market. You get a fully guaranteed deal based on what he had went through. It's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens to Lamar as far as his money. But I think he needs to get paid. I think he wants to get that $50 million a year, four-year, $200 million contract, fully guaranteed, um, and I think he wants that for that annual per year uh, process, but we'll see what happens. But I think he ends up staying with the Ravens. Geno Smith, of course, has re-signed already with Seattle. Good for Geno. Uh, Javon Hargrave. This is going to be interesting. He's going to be 30 years old, you know, by the time the 2023 season starts. It's going to be interesting. Um, 
I don't know. I don't know. His market is going to be easy. And that D tackle market is going to be very interesting. Um, oh, Breezy, you're going to be on the next episode. Come on, man. Come, come on, my next episode, man. I, I, you could be on my next episode. Let me let me show my man Breezy right here. He wants to be on the next episode. And then shout out my man Mo down right here. He's going for the Terps. But Breezy wants to be on the next episode. Come on. You know how we do this. And, sh- and let me get a side note for Breezy. Breezy used to be on the wrestling podcast that we kind of opened together several years ago. Um, so we can definitely chop and top this up. You know, I can connect, put it with StreamYard. Maybe I can do some post-reaction if, if Mo would let me. Uh, for spa when we talk about who makes the super bowl so we'll see um jesse bates but i'm not sure about javon harvard come back to me on that one jesse bates the third this is going to be interesting a lot of rumors that the 49ers will try to pick him up i don't think the 49ers are going to spend that much money on a safety um i think he will go to the browns though i think the browns trying to solidify one of the best, best secondaries they have out there i think he goes to the browns uh jamel dean uh, strong cornerback market that's going to be coming out of Tampa Bay for him. Um, it's going to be interesting to see where he goes. I won't be surprised if somewhere like the Lions picks up Jamel Dean. They got a lot of young receivers up and coming. Let's see what the Lions do and try to sign him. Uh, let's get one more before they come back on the on the line. Uh, let's go Levante David. I think Levante David will probably return to Tampa. That's just my personal opinion. I think he's going through a, a moment there, but I think he will return to Tampa. Jacoby Myers, I think Jacoby Myers will get paid. This is somebody who I think Carolina will try to sign to get a big market person on the next level. So let's stop right there, Jacoby Myers. All right, let's go back to March Madness selection. Let's see what region and area they're going to now. All right, West. They're going to the West. Here's Kansas, number one overall, I mean, overall seed in the Western side kansas is always a a dangerous matchup bill self is a great coach they always have their teams ready uh oh, look at the look at the little handshake action look at the handshake action cool guys all right let's see who kansas plays first there's howard there's howard howard university will play kansas shout out to the most emotional howard i think 1992 when last time howard university uh was in the march madness tournament Let's see what Howard does. Arkansas, Arkansas, Kansas and Arkansas all together. But Arkansas, uh, where who are you going to play in that 8-9 matchup? Illinois. That's a push. That's a push. I'm pretty sure the line is going to be close on there, but that's going to be a push. Um, Arkansas and Illinois. Going back on that one, let's see. Once again, both of these are also in Des Moines, Iowa. Let's see where it goes now. St. Mary's at that five. St. Mary's having a decent season. But once again, this 5-12 matchup, very dangerous. VCU. Is that another 5-12 matchup that's going to happen where upsets are going to take place? VCU. Will that happen? Even though Shock is not there anymore. But that was since 2015. And UConn. UConn was starting very strong early in the season. And now in their 13 matchup, who are they going to take? And this is going to be live from Albany, New York. Iona. Iona always has some good teams. Once again, the 5-12s and the 4-13s are, are looking very intriguing. Now, here from Denver, Colorado, TCU. Who are they going to play in that 6-11 matchup? Come on. 
Come on, come on. Let's release it. I think this is going to be another. Yep. Arizona State and Nevada. Playing game, Arizona State and Nevada. I think TCU will probably knock off both of those. Um, the And these first four matchups that happen on uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, they're normally some good games, especially if you have some local ties to any one of these teams. Um, but Arizona State and Nevada. Uh, but just so sad about North Carolina. Breezy, how about North Carolina, man? You start off number one overall and then end up not being in the tournament. Gonzaga, and I've seen Gonzaga, Drew Timmy. Um, Gonzaga, who they're going to play in that 314? Grand Canyon University. So a side note, Grand Canyon University, I, I have a little favoritism to them because in my line of work, they always support my line of work with helping um, some of my coworkers get some, some extra educational process for them, but I think Gonzaga will get that easily. Northwestern at the seventh seed, and we're going to get a Northwestern reaction. Look at the Wildcats. Nice. Nice. That's a great reaction. Who are they going to play at that 10 seed? These are going to be live from Sacramento. Boise State. Broncos out of Boise State are definitely going to be up. Um, nice. Nice. That's going to be interesting 7-10 matchup. Now, who's going to be the two seed? The two seed will be UCLA. Ooh, if you get UCLA and Gonzaga down in that sweet 16, oh, that's going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting. UCLA has a very good basketball team. They're neck and neck, of course, with Arizona for me. And then UNC Asheville. Um, ooh, that 2-3 matchup in the sweet 16, that's going to be interesting. If you have Gonzaga and UCLA. So two games I'm looking out for if everything goes well. Of course, in that first round, Maryland, West Virginia. That's going to be interesting. UCLA, Gonzaga. That's going to be interesting. I think whoever wins that UCLA, Gonzaga in that Sweet 16 matchup may come out of this West region. Um, it's not to me, in my opinion, I think this is the most competitive bracket that's been released so far. Um, Kansas, Whoever, I think it's going to be Kansas, and then whoever wins that UCLA-Gonzaga game, and I think they're going to beat Kansas. That's that's the thing to look for. Of course, you might have your upsets in between of who you want to pick, but this, to me, is the most interesting bracket so far. You got some good games coming out of Denver and Sacramento. Of course, I didn't see what was on the next round of where they'll be, but you got some good games to look forward to. But I'm, I'm not sleeping on Gonzaga, maybe coming out this region all total. I'm not. That's that's going to be interesting. Um, if I just look at a couple of upsets, uh, it may not be that many here. It may not be that many, but it's going to be interesting. It is going to be interesting. Um, so, but they're about to go to another commercial challenge. Let's go back to my free agent predictions. So, right now we're on number eight, Orlando Brown Jr. This is going to be another interesting thing. A lot of teams not necessarily need left tackle help. They need some right tackle help too. Um, I won't be surprised. Maybe he goes to Denver. Maybe he goes to Denver. Um, what are you going to do with Denver? You got Sean Payton out there now. Does he want to retool the offensive line in the offseason? I don't know. Let's go. Deron Payne, of course, he was just re-signed. Derek Carr, he was just signed with um, – with the Saints, Mike McGlinchey, according to this, 
Um, a number 11th rank overall free agent, former 49er. I think Chicago eats him, uh, links him up. Justin uh, Fields needs some help on that offensive line. And then get yourself a right tackle who's decent in the run game. He cannot pass protect very well, but he's somebody that's going to get paid. And I think Chicago can get that for him. Um, let's see. Let's see other people that I did not mention. Um, let's see. Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be somebody that's going to be interesting as a free agent um, where he might pick up. I won't be surprised if Dallas tries to pick him up. Breezy, I don't know if you agree with that, but I think Dallas might try to pick him up. I think Frank Clark might end up with the 49ers. That's somebody like a low-key free agent that 49ers have been trying to target through trade. They need somebody opposite of Nick Bosa, especially if they lose Samson Abukam. I think that's somebody that can be good for there. Uh, Fletcher Koch, I think he'll resign in uh, Philly. Juju Smith-Schuster and Nicole Hartman. One of them stays, one of them goes. I think Juju stays. I think Nicole goes. I'm going to be surprised if Nicole goes to Atlanta. Get some speed on their receivers there. Um, let's see who else is a free agent that's worth keeping. Miles Sanders is going to be an interesting case, especially coming off that Super Bowl. They did him wrong on that, so we'll see how that goes for Miles Sanders. Samson Abukam, who I just mentioned, very great in the run game, very good person that can come off the edge and be an opposite of somebody that's a top star. Um, why not go to Jacksonville? And I go to Jacksonville. I think that's going to be a good place where he can go if he feels he can go there. Um, oh, DJ Chark's a free agent. If I'm reading this right. I know Robert Woods did get signed by Texans. Cameron Friendman's a free agent. Um, it's, it got a lot of interesting free agents. With that Miami trade, Mike Gusecki is a free agent. I don't think he returns to Miami. Yannick Nagakwe, where does he go? David Montgomery said that he wants to test the free agent market. Where did he go? Tremaine Edwards is a free agent, um, if I'm reading this correctly. Lenny, Lenny Fournette, where do you go? You can get a good power running back, serve as like a Brandon Jacob Rose from years ago, who are Giants fans. Uh, Jimmy Ward, I would like him to see to, to stay in San Francisco. I, I really like him, and I think he should finish his career there. Uh, Bobby Akerake, there's going to be some interesting free agents. So once again, just sliding some free agents. Now we got our last region. Here that's coming up on CBS. Uh, once again, thanks for tuning me in with the live reaction show. It's just my personal thoughts. I'm not picking any picks. It's just interesting to see who is playing where uh, and how we're going from there. Um, so let's see. We got the last one that's coming up. And then I know they're going to do the analysis and everybody's going to be working on brackets all night. But we'll shut it down after this one. Um, here's the East. Purdue, your number one seed. I'm, I'm not, I don't know if I'm sold on Purdue or not. I mean, they got size, but let's see. Purdue, number one in the East. Let's see who they're playing in that, that 16 matchup. And they're going to be playing in Columbus, Ohio. Okay. They're going to. Wait a minute. Did I call Howard University wrong? Southern, Southeast Missouri State and Howard. Maybe I, I got to look at that, but God could have swore Howard. University is playing somebody else. So it might be a different how. Oh, okay. Got it. It was a mistake. It was Texas Southern and Fairleigh Dickinson. I'm about to say, ooh, okay, maybe I was tripping. But Texas Southern and Fairleigh Dickinson. All right. And then we have Memphis. My boy Penny. I got to vote for Penny. I got to vote for Penny. Uh, hey, Florida Atlantic. 
Hey, Florida Atlantic. You get your you get your airtime. All right. That's who they're playing. That's who woo. Memphis is playing Florida Atlantic. Penny can coach, but let's see what happens against Florida Atlantic as a nine seed. 31 and three as a nine seed. All right. Columbus, Ohio, they go. Um, and then let's go ahead and move forward to Duke, who won the ACC tournament, who I cannot stand. I think whoever is the 12 seed is knocking out Duke first round. Let's see who it is. Who's going to knock out Duke first round? Come on. Who's going to do it? Or Roberts. Book it. Book it. Put your money on it. Or Roberts is beating Duke by 10. By 10. Duke is flawed. Duke is flawed. That's that's no shock against Josh Hyde, a new coach. Duke is just flawed. Or Roberts by 10. Count it. By 10. You heard it here live. All right, next, let's see who we got. The 413 matchup. 413, this once again live from Orlando. Tennessee, the Volunteers, Tennessee Volunteers, let's see what they have against the number 13 seed, Louisiana. The Raging Cajuns. The Raging Cajuns. There's going to be, so once again, that 512 413 matchup. How many brackets are going to be out there that has that 512 413 matchup? All right, here we go. Who's next? Kentucky, Kentucky, the sixth seed. I think they struggled to get in against that 11. Who's going to be the 11? Who's going to be 11? And this is live in Greensboro, North Carolina. Who we got? Who we got? Providence. So just a side story. I used to go to basketball camps. I grew up playing basketball, and I became in love with Providence when the team I was selected to be on, they would call themselves Providence because we had all college teams during that time. Um, so I have a little affiliation to Providence. All right. Shout out to Rhode Island. Um, beautiful state, beautiful food. If you like seafood, go check it out there. Seriously. Kansas State. Kansas State. Here we go. Three seed. Wildcats. Michael Beasley had a time there. Um, let's see what they do against the number 14 seed. Montana State. That might be another interesting matchup. And I might take Kansas State, but Montana State is nobody to sleep on. All right. Let's see. We got 7-10 matchup. Last couple of slot sections. Michigan State, the Spartans. The Spartans are there. That's for Breezy right there. Michigan State Spartans. Let's see who they go against. That number 10, USC. And this is going to be live in Columbus, Ohio. So not a far trip for those that want to go from Michigan to Ohio uh, to see this match. 7-10 matchup. I give the advantage to Michigan State just by location alone. Um, and last, Marquette. Their shocker. Their shocker. The Golden Eagles. Can Shaka Smart make another run in the NCAA tournament? 28 and 6, Marquette. Here we go. Who are they playing the 15 seed? Last but not least, Vermont. Who Vermont always has some great, great teams. And when they get into the tournament, that was one of the earlier teams that clinched this week. Um, so that's what we got. So the bracket is done. I think probably about seven o'clock. Go to ESPN, go wherever you need to go to fill out your brackets, put your bets on the line, and see where it goes. Um, 
that's where we are here. So once again, just looking at this matchup, Purdue, um, I think they'll probably go far. That Florida Atlantic Memphis is going to be very interesting. Uh, close matchup or Roberts by 10. I'm telling you right now, go pick all Roberts by 10 against Duke. Put your money on that. The Raging Cajuns, can they pull an upset over Tennessee? Um, but I don't know if Oral Roberts will go beyond that first game. Then Kentucky and Providence is going to be a close matchup. Michigan State, USC, I think Michigan State might sneak and do some damage, but I don't think they beat Marquette. I think Shaka is going to bring Marquette down to Sweet 16 at least. And at Kansas State, Montana State is going to be a close game as well. And that's your bracket. Uh, so once again, check out CBS, check out ESPN. Go ahead and do your bracketology. I appreciate you guys hanging with me on this as we go through what we was going through for our match March Madness. But at this point, we'll see you next time.